0: It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McPadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now. Here's Jeff, Stephen, Megan, and Bill. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Petrie, co-host, actually. I've got three fabulous people with me. I'll get to them in just a few seconds. But first, I want to thank our great sponsor, t Two. We talked last week how they've been servicing mm-hmm. the uh, promotional products industry for 23 years. They offer a few things that maybe you don't know. 24-hour rush service is one of those great, great things uh, to, to get things turned around. They're a family-owned and operated business where they're number one priority. Their number one priority is not just customer satisfaction, but customer excellence, and I love that. Uh, they have in-house graphics teams capable of logo creation and design restoration, and that's an important one. If those of us who get artwork that uh, may not look so great, I-, I love the fact that they do design restoration. And they're known for delivering superior print quality while ensuring that five to seven day guaranteed completion and on-time delivery. So if you're interested in learning more, contact them at marketing at t42.net. That's T-E-E F-O-R and the number two dot net you won't be sorry you did now I said I have some co-hosts here and I do lovely and talented Meg Herber.
1: Goonies never say die
0: the lovely and talented Steve <laughs> McFadden hello and Jeff Franklin saving the best for last baby that's Man. me keep telling yourself that you'll start <laughs> believing it alright so this is kind of part two in our two part series of how uh, or maybe more part series but two, two part two of our series let's just call it that <laughs> Of how the coronavirus is affecting different aspects of the industry. Last week, we talked about suppliers. So this week, we're going to talk about distributors. Steven, as a resident distributor on this podcast, what say you? How has this impacted your business? And and, and uh, just to be transparent, we do record these a little bit in advance. So your situation may have changed by the time this drops.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I can only hope that when it does record, we're, we're all still here, right? <laughs> but um, Yeah you know, it's, it has been, it has been interesting. Um, it, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we knew something was happening. Uh, like we, we were aware of the, the virus. We, I think we all continued to do what we were doing. And it's interesting to think the virus is going on while everyone was in in expo in Vegas, you know, it's like, it was, it was happening. Um, and yeah, little do like we it. know if you fast forward, you know, eight to 12 months, we would be where we are now. Um, you know there was a lot of excitement coming off of the show you know we had a lot of amazing kind of fun new projects new customers and we're kind of just in our grind of of, of finding you know some new prospects and new ideas and it, we went from being in the process of hiring two people to now we're figuring out do we have to, can we keep everybody we have um, so it's such a dynamic shift in such a quick period of time. I think we, we became aware of how severe it was when, uh, when we started hearing from other uh, distributors across the country, um, whether it be in more hot spots like New York or California, where legislation was a little different and, and the, the virus has hit harder where they were already being shut down. I know several Distributors that um, by the time this airs, they'll be going on almost two months that they've been like in some sort of shelter in place. Um, so they've been already in a situation like that for, for weeks before it's even touched us in North Carolina. Um, we have the luxury of, of <laughs> we, we always like to say, like, we have a cool, we have a diverse portfolio where we can be semi recession proof, where we have stuff with. Uh, you know, hospitals and schools and and non-profits as well as education and some corporate companies, but I don't think anyone's uh, pandemic proof, you know, I think there's ways you can protect yourself, but when all of a sudden the supply chain's closed and the businesses are closed, um, it is a much different situation than I think, uh, I don't think we prepared for it, to be honest with you. So over the past um, you know, few weeks, we've we've really just had to figure out, okay, what does that mean? Like, what is our strategy? You know, how do we adapt this? How, you know, we, we tell people all the time that we're innovative, that we are um, creative, you know, which I know, Bill, you love that term, but we, this is our time. Like we have to show people that we are what we say we are. Um, yep. So we've come up with a, a strategy. Will it work? I don't know. But we're not going to go down without a fight and we're converting everything digitally you know we've set up an entire uh digital calendar where people have office hours they can log into um we've set up um, live unboxings that we're partnering with um, almost 20 suppliers now where they're sending us uh, random uh, boxes we don't know what they are they they can be funny they can be innovative they can be whatever we don't know we're going to involve our co-workers which are our kids and our pets um you know and our our husbands and wives if we're you know all at home you know which makes everything feel a lot more real and i think one of the things we've talked about as a team is if we can reach a customer now not as a salesperson but as a human there there's going to be a relationship developed that's beyond the sales process and i think we've always been in it to to do relationship style selling anyways we're not just a a company that's, that serves the purpose and they're gone. Like I've been to several customers' weddings and you know we've been out to, with double dates with some people. I mean, we're actually friends and, and have relationships with these people and reaching out to them on a human level right now is more important than I think trying to figure out what they need. And if you can do that now, that's gonna speak volumes months from now when whenever we're out of this, or hopefully it's sooner than that. But that's been our approach. Um, we're all focused on staying healthy and safe, and we've, we're have we not at the office. We haven't been at the office, and um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. But if you guys have more specifics, I'll, I'll kind of stop there and let you guys chime in. So,
1: Well, are there uh, any other – we'd like to hear from other distributors too. Definitely comment. Let us know what are you guys doing out to stay outside the box or – not stay outside. Maybe stay six feet <laughs> outside the box. Oh, dad joke. Mom <laughs> joke. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd like to hear from everybody and, and let us know. Like. Like, let's all, like, you know, bring our resources together and help each other and see what else see what else everyone else is doing. Well, I
2: can comment on behalf of another distributor um, out west. Um, I'll just okay. kind of leave their, their name uh, anonymous, but I, I have been in lots of – been in great conversation with them. Uh, they're actually in, in the Northern California area, so their situation compared to ours much different. You know, they, they've been in a shelter in place for um, – at, at this point it will be over a month now. Uh, whereas we'd be for a week, um, their customer base is almost entirely event-driven and they, you know, as early as the middle of February, um, all of their events were canceled. So they, they went from having significant amounts of business and opportunity to, um, the customer saying, okay, we don't know if these are going to be canceled or postponed. If they're canceled," Um, then we still have those funds that we can do other stuff with like direct mail Which I think a lot of people are using as a, as a good resource for people in their homes if they're postponed We're not going to spend the money right now because we may be able to use it when it's reengaged But also the longer this goes they may just all those funds may just become discretionary And so they don't want to start spending money when they don't know if people will have jobs so their their situation is it's pretty dire, you know, like I, I don't want to sugarcoat it, but I think this is a position a lot of distributors are in, um, where the industry is very event driven, very event focused. Um, there's so many people that make their living on events and none of them are happening. So there's no spend. Um, it's, it's going to be a, a, a very interesting transitional period to figure out if they, if people can survive it or not. Uh, but the yeah, situation in Northern California much different than here in North Carolina. And I think that you guys probably can speak to people that are up North where it's even worse. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's,
3: that's honestly when I knew that this thing was going to be way bigger than uh, what we originally thought it could or would be uh, when they started canceling basically professional sports seasons. <laughs> yeah. That's when it, that's yeah. when it's down. Uh, And yeah. then, you know, canceling things like South by Southwest and, you know, stuff like that. It was just like, wow, I mean, like, jumping f- fully off the, you know, off the yeah. deep end here, just to... That's when it got real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it got super real at that point, it's just amazing, um, you know, it's... Um,
1: yeah, uh, when did you guys first, like, I mean, do you remember that that moment when you're like, wow, shit just got real, was that, was that it? Cause-
2: yeah, actually, um, I, I just, so I just wrote an article for uh, Promo Kitchen um, and I, I talked about it in there, but the, we actually got a phone call from um, accounts, accounts receivable from one of our customers who happens to be our, our next door neighbor. Um, so in our, like, not, not where I live, but actually our office neighbor. So we, we have like two of the units and they have like six, they're a big company right next door to us um, in our office there. And they called us from their north, northern office, not the one that's next to us. And so we're like, that's bizarre. And they said, hey, we just want to let you know um, we're not going to be able to pay the invoice that we have for you right now. Um, we're, we're, hope, we're hopeful that we'll be able to later, uh, but we've had to lay out 70% of our employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a dance group where they do nothing but dance events. And they had 20 events canceled because uh, this is dance season and they're they're basically saying they're probably going to shut down like they don't know if they can recover from an entire season's loss like that um and the next day our parking lot was empty like normally they have you know 40 cars in the parking lot we we show up and there's nobody in the parking lot and it was just one of those there was a we've heard it and then you see it visually like they're just not open they're gone like this is um and at that point we we I don't know if it just it just took something like that to kind of wake us up to figure out that we need to start planning now. Uh, but that was for me that was it, and we went into overdrive that afternoon trying to figure it out. We, you know, we have operations people who can't do work at home, so what we wanted to do is to prolong that. As we we said, everyone that can work from home will work from home to to make sure that we can stay open as long as possible. We approved overtime. We approved extra hours, weekend time. We're like, we don't know if, it, if this is going to be up to us, you know, so if we get right. shut down, get the hours while you can get them, you know, just get it, you know, if you want to work late, you want to work early. Great. You know, just, just work while we can work. Um, so, you know, and then we started coming up with a digital plan and digital calendar.
1: and um, Awesome.
2: I'll, I'll share some can, resources later. Yeah.
1: No, that'd be great. I think my coming to moment was that we were in Boston. Don't, I'm, I'm, been quarantined, so don't worry. We were in Boston the first weekend in March. And we were there for the biggest tournament for volleyball on the northeast. Um it's the Mizuno Boston volleyball tournament. There must have been thirty to forty thousand people there. Easy. And you know, you heard about the virus, it's all over the news, but nobody at that point had been like quarantined really, you know? And I didn't I don't think I grasped the severity of it until I went there. And they were so proactive. When I say they had hand sanitizer stations at like every court, every doorway, every entrance and exit bathroom, at the bottom of every escalator, at the top of every escalator. And then they had someone constantly manning the escalator rails with a constant stream of disinfectant. And I was like, wow, this is real. And I came home and like our ISS show was supposed to be like the next the following week or two weekends from then, the 17th. I reached out to marketing. I'm like, listen, it would almost be irresponsible for us to not have hand sanitizer wipes at our booth. Like, we need to have something. I said, if it doesn't get canceled, because at that point they were still saying it was on. And I went to six different locations and could not <laughs> find them. And then I went online and couldn't find them. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, I really hope they cancel this. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. So I was, was, it was, <clears> just, <throat> it was just crazy to see I that. Didn't... Sorry.
3: Steve had mentioned, you know, maybe we can give some perspective of the distributors up north, Meg, so I'd like to get your feedback as well. But I feel like it seems to be affecting the larger distributors a little bit more than the smaller distributors. Um, I mean, it's affecting everybody across the board. But when you've got, you know, overhead, like, like, let's let's be honest, like, everybody's biggest overhead is, is employee expense. And so, you know, of course, when you're trying to, you know, sort of, uh, you know, look at decreasing expenses, uh, you know, in a time of, you know, your your revenue basically being non-existent, um, you know, you've got to look at those, those larger expenses first. So, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, a lot of dear friends, uh, you know, as mm-hmm. casualties, uh, believe mm, it or not. I know. Yep. Every morning um, we wake
1: up and see a bunch of people being laid off.
0: It's like Groundhog Day.
3: It's yeah, it's rough. And that is um, a movie I've seen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Um But uh yeah, I mean the the smaller guys I think, you know, when you when you've only got yourself to worry about or, you know, just a couple a couple of staff, it's it's not quite as difficult, I don't think, uh, to manage that, that sort of issue. Uh, I have seen, you know, you know, smaller, smaller distributors, you know, in the three, four five, uh, rep range where they're actually having to extend, uh, like sort of Steve, like you said, uh, you know, your customer said they weren't going to be able to pay you, you know, your invoice or whatever right away. Uh, you know, I'm seeing, you know, some distributors are actually even having to extend their terms out to like 150 days. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean it's affecting people in that in that sense as well, but you know hopefully hopefully people are either bankrolled or able to take advantage of some of the the you know small business loans that uh you know the government uh whether it's state or or uh federal uh that you know put out there to to sort of help combat some of this stuff but yeah i mean it's it's affecting everybody across the board
2: you know Mike, one of the things we got? we we hadn't thought about uh and just to touch on what you said jeff we we were we were notified by one of the groups that they actually had cut checks for us, but they can't ship them out because they're in the office and they're not allowed to go into their office. So oh, so they wow. yeah. So I, I hadn't thought about that, but they, they have opened up some essential, um, maintenance mm-hmm. like essential operating function like resources where like people mm-hmm. can send like a, a representative to go ship out stuff or to pay rent or things like that. But that's only in certain states. I know that's for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how that affects everybody, but not something I would have thought about. I was like, oh, well, that's a good point. If you mm-hmm. can't get the letter in the mail, we'll never get it. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, that makes sense. Meg, what, what yeah. did you see up north?
1: Man, well, I wasn't one of those preppers, which I should have been. <laughs> So it was a little bit of panic for a little bit when I didn't have toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> but VJ uh, walked in yesterday carrying two big totes of toilet paper. So it was like, whew, we were getting down to our last rolls, and they were Scott. And that is like <coughs> rubbing sandpaper on your bum, let me tell you. You have to use the whole roll just to to get her done but um honestly I've learned that...
3: so much on this podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> um no you know what other than that I think it's all about community I think as everyone is really trying to come together we are all in this together you see a couple assholes just being jerk-offs like that guy up in North Jersey that coughed on somebody and then was like oh, I have the coronavirus but I think he was just being a dick I don't know if he really had it or not but regardless it was still a dick move um I just, I'm seeing a lot of people just come together, help each other. I see a lot of people on Facebook saying, "Hey, listen, if you're elderly, you can't get supplies, you need something, just let me know." Like I'm reaching out to my parents every day. I'm checking on them. Um, the girls at SNS, most of them, we got together la- the other night and had a virtual happy hour, and we're going to do that once a week just so we can have that that interaction because we can only we love our families dearly, but sometimes we just need other human interaction. Um, i mean that's what i'm seeing i mean i'm seeing a lot of panic unfortunately i, I really hope that goes away because that's what's going to be the demise of us if, if we're panicking we need yeah, to the, the panic cool and...
3: is worse than the actual virus i guess that's what i was trying to say in the last podcast too sorry
0: yeah to i got
1: gotcha, you i got gotcha. you
3: it's just i think it's because
0: and i'll defend you here a little bit Jeff. what
3: <laughs>
0: should i sit down oh i already am sitting down i i think that's that's the thing is because it's moving so quickly The virus is is mutating a little bit. We get different information every time we turn on whatever our our preferred news source is in terms of how many deaths, how long it lives on this surface versus that surface. Should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? Should you be licking cardboard? And all those things, it's become – we're all – we all have disinformation because there is not one, there's not a unified, hey, here's what it is, here's what you need to do. I mean, it's the whole problem I've got with the way we've approached this as a society. I, I live in Tennessee, and you have Davidson County, which is essentially Nashville. They shut down for 14 days um, everything, everything shut down. I live in Williamson County. They shut everything down for seven days, and we'll review it in seven days. But, you know, go ahead, we're going to keep liquor stores open, they're essential. And then you got people in Moore County, which is the which is just down the down the road, you know, where people wear overalls with no shirts for most of the year, and thinking, "Man, you ain't shutting us down. We're gonna go eat squirrel." So you've got everybody's doing something different, and nobody knows how to. Nobody seems to want to pull the trigger and say, "Everybody just just stay at home for thirteen, you know, fourteen days or twenty one days." It drives me nuts. Just, just, stay home. So I will, I will. That, was how, that is my defensive view, Jeff. I hope you feel vindicated. Thank you, Bill.
3: I feel vindicated. so validated. <laughs> um, hey,
2: I did, I, I did want to share some uh, resources uh, if for those that are converting digitally as a distributor. I think that would be, that might be yes. helpful. Um, yes. You know, one of the one of the things that we're using a lot right now is uh, Lee which is uh, like an um, like a digital. You can use it to organize all of your schedule-type stuff, but we actually have mm-hmm. it integrated with another uh, software that I think everyone should check out, which is BigMarker. Um, so there, obviously, there's GoToMeeting, there's Google Meetings, uh, our Google Hangouts, and Zoom, um, all of which are either free or come with, um, like Google comes with if you have the Google package. Uh, but BigMarker is one that we've, we've just added uh, temporarily for this time. But what it allows you to do from a webinar perspective is you can actually push out information during the conference. So I can push out poll nice. questions to people. I can have pop-outs like, do you have any future events coming up? And if they say yes or no, I can then review those information. And it tells me, you know, Meg Erber said, yes, she has a meeting. Here's her email. Uh, and so then I can reach out to you directly. And because that's the biggest problem with webinars. A lot of times is once they're done, everyone hangs up the phone and goes away and everyone puts on their comfy PJs and they're gone. So it's it's like, well, how do I PJs.
1: Yeah that's,
2: that's right. Maybe I'm hoping you I had clothes it. on. never mind this is a different topic. Um, but you know, like we we're gonna be showing like new product trend presentations, still trying to keep the the energy positive and talk about like what as I think this was mentioned in the last one, there could be a point where everyone comes back to work at a very similar time, and the rush for promo could be crazy, not to mention if you look at how conferences right now are being rescheduled, they're all being stacked on top of existing conferences in those same months. So you could effectively have, you know, if someone had three events in August and three in September, you could have six and six or, you know, eight and six or whatever, but you could have a lot more things going on and, you know, in such a shorter period of time and everyone's going to come back to work trying to get stuff for all of those. So, the need to stay proactive and positive with the cus- with your customers right now is is huge. You know, like you can't miss the opportunity to still, obviously with sensitivity, um, you know, not trying to sell people, but to be a resource if they are available, if they want to talk about it, you're still there, but not to, you know, also don't let them wait until two weeks before because chances are there could be inventory issues, inventory there could be issues, production yeah. time issues. We owe it to them to to not let them fail either. Um, so I think that's, you know, friendly reminders. We're going to do just open webinars. If someone wants to come, they can view it. I'm not being pushy. I'm just letting people know kind of here's what's going on in the industry. Here's what's happening. But we're going to be sending out poll questions through big marker where people can be like, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love more information on that. So it's a little more push pull interaction, which is nice. Yeah. Um, And then go go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. I was going to say, it takes a little strategic <laughs> foresight.
0: And every business, every industry, regardless what it is, we, we'll come back. It, it might be different, yeah. but we'll come back. And now is the time to kind of gauge, okay, what is, what's the risk-reward? When do I start preparing for full steam ahead? Because full steam ahead will happen, whether that's manufacturing, whether that's marketing, whether that's advertising. You have to start thinking about that in advance because when things start happening, there's going to be a lot of noise saying, hey, we're back.
2: You want to get ahead of that. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, the last resource I was going to say, a um, little plug here, is the promo show. Um, I checked it out um, this past week, and I'm going to continue to keep checking it out. But it's a great way for me to keep up with um, the suppliers, you know, as yeah. a distributor to figure out what's going on. And for those of you that don't know, it's it's a it's like an open webinar uh, platform meeting space. So if you see, you can actually see when certain reps are in and certain companies are on, and you can enter their booth like a trade show and see. What products they have? Discuss projects. You know, a lot of them are, are helping you with creative ideas. On you know, I had a meeting the other day, and they were saying, "Hey, this is what we can do. We can help you with dropship stuff. And here's when our inventory is coming in on this. And here's how we're producing things." So, I can get live conversations with people, and it's cool to be able to connect with your friends around the country and see how they're doing too. So. Um, definitely check that out promo show.com as another great yeah resource. thanks
0: for bringing that up you know it's something nice we've been looking at here at promo corner doing for a while and I think you know it's, it's not it's not the most original idea um, I think a lot of people had that idea it's just you know executing I always joke on on the other podcast I do on scripted with Kirby I don't mind sharing my ideas because I know most people won't execute them anyway so I don't really care. Everybody's got ideas. And so last week or a couple of weeks ago, I should say, um, you know, Joel Joel Moore, who, who owns Promo Corner, and it's been around his head for, I think, five, six years and started bringing it up. You know, what what if we, we did this again and we, we kind of ran with it? And, and so Perfect really nice. the credit goes to Joel for that yeah. and making it happen from the time we had that discussion. I mean, we kind of divided conquered. He d- did all the coding and built that, and I helped with, you know, what does it look like and some of the verbiage and the marketing and all that stuff. Coming in here on weekend, getting that done before we launched. And I mean, it was built really in four days. Um, uh, that that thing, obviously, it's a work in progress and it's continued to be refined. But it's been, I think, a great help to connect people. You know, um, and, and as we kind of feel isolated and alone, it's. I mean, everybody's having seventeen virtual happy hours a day. Um, so, <laughs> but I mean, these the booths are really
3: cool. So yeah, remember how you said nobody's uh, coronavirus like. Uh, crap! What was it? Penic Anyhow, alcohol lasts through everything, guys. <laughs> uh, it is recession-proof <laughs> and apparently alcohol, you've improved. dipped into the
0: alcohol early this morning, Jeff, mm-hmm. as we record this. Was this so... not? Uh, wasn't
3: this a late, a late night? A late night?
0: This is this is not a deep <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, night. Industry Insider. No, oh, it's shit. not. Well, we should sorry. definitely
1: do one of those.
3: <laughs> can we do that? We can do whatever you want. Yes. I'll use my promo corner bar, 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 bar opener.
1: Well, I would love to that. hear from other that distributors thing. after we, we release this and yeah. see what you guys mm-hmm. are doing to keep upbeat and positive. Share your thoughts with us. Definitely, you know, if you guys want to jump in anytime, just shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, look, and, and nobody asked me, which means nobody cares. But down here, it's been hard. Um, oh yeah, a lot How of, you doing, a lot of. <laughs> I'm fine. A lot of smaller <laughs> distributorships where you know I wanted to jump in and disagree, but I didn't. I, I couldn't find. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Um, <laughs> I think it's impacting the smaller distributors far more than the larger ones. Really, uh, I think they're the ones. Yeah, yeah I think they're the ones that, that live more paycheck to paycheck, live more order to order, and that's not a cut. That's just how you build a business when you're, you're you know you start out. You're you're slow and moving, and you have cancellations, and you have to lay off people, and maybe even cease production uh, or cease uh, operations entirely. So yeah, yeah I guess it you, depends on the industries you're
3: selling into as
1: well.
0: It, it absolutely does, <laughs> and, and down here, it's a lot. Of it's a lot of entertainment. Yeah. So I I mean I, I it's been it's been a blood. Bath That makes sense, Bill. Down here. Um, so, no, I just wanted to share that. So, look, you know, we are a strong and resilient folk. I think I said that the last time we are. We'll get through this. Things will be different, but we will get through this. So uh, definitely want to thank our sponsor, t for two. Again, if you're interested in learning more about them, email them at marketing at t for two dot net. That's T-E-E-F-O-R and the number 2.net. You won't be sorry you did. Meg. Yes. Jeff and Stephen, thank you guys so much for podcasting at such a high level uh, today.
3: Bill, I'd like to thank you for your time today.
1: I'd like to My, thank it's you It's very appreciated. As well.
3: Hugs. My time is your time. Meg, I don't want your hugs. And right it's now.
0: Miller time. <laughs> <I'm> social distancing. <laughs> Goodbye.
3: <laughs> See you guys. Hey guys.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.